1: Very happy Wednesday morning to you out there listening to this edition of Chair Shot Radio. Chair Shot Radio, of course, is your daily fix of sports entertainment and sports entertainment. So much more, which you can hear only here at TheChairShot.com. Of course, you can hear it on our other uh, forms of listening, other platforms like iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, and so many more. Like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. Of course, we do this seven days a week. And I am here with you on Wednesdays, just like I'm here with you on Tuesdays. You can follow me at Chairshot Greg on all of your forms of social media. The website is at Chairshot Media. That's where you can keep up with Chairshot Radio, the Chairshot.com, and so much more. Of course, we we have a rotating cast of characters each and every day throughout the week on Chairshot Radio. And I think, if my math serves me correctly, this is the third week in a row, fourth week overall, that that Miranda Morales is joining me. It's either the fourth week in a row, fifth overall, It's the fourth? Week. Is it the fourth? I don't know. You're probably right. So anyway, so for the fourth week in a row, fifth week overall, Miranda Morales has joined me on the Wednesday edition. I think last week I even changed the schedule that gets posted with the show, just to list that you were on Wednesdays with me. So No,
0: I figured like at that point after last week, it was decided. Like this is now an official. I
1: think we kind of did decide on the air, so um anyway she is at the hashtag Miranda it's the queen of soft style Miranda Morales joining us for this week's edition of chair shot radio so even though I don't have to thank you if you're a permanent part of the show thank you
0: Oh, well, I'll always be welcome because you know my presence is a blessing uh so As you
1: continue to get yeah. all your stuff in order while we're here
0: tra- well I'm trying I'm <laughs> like, trying move the microphone. To the microphone's in a different
1: place than usual now and
0: no, well, it, just, I was, it was just something or, that was bothering me. It was like a, a notepad of stuff that was unrelated to what we were talking about. I kept looking at it, and it was distracting me. Gotcha. And as you know, I have the attention span of a squirrel. I, you I know? know, like, I will just... No, you, you know, definitely move, move stuff it. around,
1: because there's like a board behind you that we normally can't see. Of course, we being me right now, because... Some this of
0: it video. is the camera angle, that's all. We'll like, worry about that later. That's all. This is not a yeah, video we'll worry. show. I mean, no, buddy, but I still look good, so that's all That's all that really that's
1: matters. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. Yeah.
0: Ladies so, and gentlemen, I still look good, and you don't even have to see it. Just just FYI. News of the day. <laughs> done right. with Chairshot Radio. Thank you, everyone, for listening.
1: That's going to do it for this Wednesday edition that's gonna of do it for Radio. this. <laughs> Miranda looks good. That's going to be the subtitle of the show. and, and that's
0: Miranda looks good.
1: All you need to worry about.
0: Story over.
1: Story over. We will go on and record the hashtag Miranda show, because we record these shows in a very weird order, but that's okay. Not the order that you listen to them in. That's for sure. But... We are here on Shareshot Radio again, seven days a week. We appreciate you listening, tuning in, being a part of all of that because, well, it supports what we do and it allows us to bring this to you each and every day as part of what we do. I am with you on Tuesdays, Miranda, and I am with you on or are with you on Wednesdays, Ray Cash and Darren Max Kirkby on Thursdays. Friday is PC Tunney. Saturday is Christopher Platt and Andrew Belaz. Sunday is Patrick O'Dowd and David Ungar. Monday is PC Tony, right back around to me on Tuesday. That is your seven days a week of Chair Shot Radio. We have not missed a day. We've come close a few times. Tony and I should really pre-plan a few things to have in the bag just in case. We're tempting fate uh, each and every day. You just never know. But we are maintaining. We're making it happen. And just like this edition of Chair Shot Radio, we are keeping it going. This is the time of the show where I make sure that we are recording. And we are so that is, that is, I don't always say that I'm doing that, but I guarantee you every single episode I've ever yes. recorded, I go back at some point and make sure we're recording. I I'm, have nightmares about that. Not dead. Can't quit interview that we had to restart because zoom decided not to record the video or have a fatal video recording error or something like that.
0: It still worked out great. Still posted. It did, but man,
1: that. we were only five minutes in, but still like I felt so terrible. Hey, person who cut time out of her schedule. I just wasted some of your time. But it still worked out in the end. Very, very good. We're going to talk about a fun wrestling, but not wrestling-related topic. But before we do that, you know, we've talked about the website. We've talked about everyone supporting us. We've given out our social media handles. But, Miranda, I think there's something else we got to do before we jump forward in this bra- this here uh, broadcast.
0: Yes, Greg, indeed. We have to wind it up. Mm. Yes, it is indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot to pick up your very own chair shot t-shirt today. There you can find over 25 different designs, all in support of podcasts and just thechairshot.com. Really, everything about thechairshot.com you can find on prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. There are some awesome t-shirt designs, including some of my favorites like the chair shot worldwide. One we haven't talked about in quite a a minute, but a fan favorite, Baron Corbin sucks. Uh, It's a classic. I have it. I love it. Um, Greg, the world loves it because it's true. Also endorsed by one Baron Corbin himself. Endorsed it, true story. Uh, but go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot t-shirts start at 1999 but if you want to spend a few extra dollars, you can upgrade and get it in soft style, which I highly, highly recommend. You can get the hashtag Save Tag Team Wrestling, the Queen of Soft Style shirt, and of course, everybody hates Greg. So go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot t-shirt today. Hello, everyone. Welcome. With the greatest sports entertainment spectacular
1: of all time, welcome to WrestleMania! Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Make sure you're checking out Mania Madness every Friday afternoon on the Chairshot.com. Christopher Platt and a rotating list of guests go through every WrestleMania one six-pack at a time. Check it out every Friday.
0: Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Promotional consideration
1: paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. So this week's topic, if you've seen the name of the show, which I haven't figured out yet, you know what it is. But we're talking about a wrestling topic that has nothing to do with wrestling. So I have a, a Google Pixel, and I don't have an iPhone. Miranda Morales doesn't have an iPhone. I think we're the only multiple-person we podcast. We're the only
0: two people, yeah. Like, we're, I think, on the face of the planet. I'm not even the, I'm the only person in my whole family that
1: doesn't have an iPhone. Me too. I'm the only person in this house that doesn't have an iPhone. Um and I think if you're listening to podcasts and involve more than one person, this is probably the only podcast involving multiple people where one of the, at least one of the per- people does not have an iPhone. That's what this show yep. is. But That's a
0: fact. That's a fact. We,
1: um, so I get, yeah, because of my phone's a Google phone, it has like a Google News Feed or whatever, Google likes to give me articles to read from time to time. And sometimes because it likes to give me articles about the wrestling, it'll give me articles about non-professional wrestling, also known as amateur wrestling or even college wrestling. So I have this article that I want to talk to you about involving Stanford University and a wrestler by the name of Shane Griffith. Shane Griffith was the eighth-seeded 165-pounder in the NCAA championships, and he won the NCAA championship over number three seed Jake Wenzel of Pittsburgh on Saturday in St. Louis where they was taking place. That's not a big deal. I mean, it is a big deal. Obviously, congrats to him that but that's not what the big deal the big deal is he was wearing a solid black singlet did not have the logo for stanford anywhere anywhere all over it because this year stanford cut its wrestling program due to funding maybe due to covid maybe not due to covid who knows what they didn't even know if they were going to get to participate in this season and they had to train uh they, they were at campus they were training they due to the regulations state of california their mats had to be outside there were days they were practicing in the rain they were riding exercise bikes to work out in a bathroom is where they had to set it up because they were allowed to use the bathroom because it's the bathroom. Um, So they actually set up their bikes in the bathroom. They were grouped by weight class, so they couldn't even see the rest of the team. And they didn't even get cleared to travel, which by the way, the travel had to be paid for by donors. The university wouldn't pay for it. They didn't get cleared to travel until the day before the conference championships, which took place in Oregon. So this gentleman went on to win the NCAA national championship championship and he's a redshirt sophomore, he's, and because this year doesn't count, he's got three years of eligibility left. He did everything he could to graduate early so he could try to go somewhere else next year to school. But here we are, Miranda. This guy did what – everything was stacked against him, right? There was no, no nobody, who, nobody from his own university that wanted him to win this, and there they are participating. And he went – all he did was go out and win a national championship. That's it. He only lost one match in his college career so far. That was the conference finals that just took place this year. He was undefeated last year, but, of course, the championships got canceled due to COVID. Mm-hmm. So here he is making it happen for a university that didn't even want him to do it.
0: I think I think it's fascinating. Um, I think it's a huge sign, too. Uh, this is also a, a sign in particular and it's interesting that you bring it up because um netflix is going to be have if they haven't already but i think uh i think it actually has uh the trailer the whole film out regarding the college scandal uh regarding you know all of those celebrities and you know big business people who paid for their kids to get into very elite colleges including Stanford. Um, And one of the mechanisms in which they did that was to have uh, their kids somehow get under the illusion that they were high performing athletes, but in kind of random sports. So things like water polo, rowing, uh, equestrian type of sports. Um, But yet those were still funded, whereas a place like Stanford, you have you know, a, more of a very common traditional collegiate sport like wrestling that the college just didn't support. You know, they didn't have the funds for whatever reason. That's a whole other conversation and topic about higher ed. Um, and, you know, these student athletes struggling just to make it to this point that every day seemed to be a question of whether they were going to be able to come back tomorrow and do it again. And so it's a a fantastic story as far as persistence, uh, you know, being able to stick to something that you love and having it pay off and such a high reward, but also a sign of how funds are so in proportionally managed and how things in higher ed just there's money thrown at so many different things. Um, whereas some collegiate sports and programs get so much money, they don't know what to do with it and others just lose funding to the point where they literally have no funds to just do regular practice. Um, and, and so it's a very, to me, very fascinating to see that contrast, especially in a very elite university like Stanford.
1: Yeah, and it's it's interesting because he, um, according to, to him, and maybe this has changed since all this news has come out, he hasn't heard from anybody at the school about his victory. No administrators in the school have congratulated him, and no one has said anything. He says he thinks they're probably more mad at him than happy that he did this because he's bringing light to the fact that they canceled this program, and then he went out and won a national championship, not sporting their logo. In fact, they tweeted out an announcement that he won, and it's the kind of tweet that you would normally see like when – WWE releases somebody from a contract. Like they didn't congratulate him; they just posted it as He's news. He's like
0: future endeavors. Like congratulations, right? we wish you luck in all your future endeavors. Be yeah, like, they just like change championship. Are they kicking me out for winning a national right? title?
1: Yeah, there's a. Um... There's a group called Keep Keep Stanford Wrestling, which is what raised the money to allow the wrestling team to travel. And again, they didn't even, they weren't going to participate. They didn't know if they wanted to participate, like so many different things that happened. But yet here they were in the midst of COVID, you know, making it all happen and getting out there and and getting themselves, you know, where they needed to be. He lives in New Jersey. I think he's actually back in New Jersey finishing up his school because it's all online. He said that they were at campus. Uh, there was barely anybody at campus except for the athletes, and they were all isolated. He said it was horrible. He didn't see his parents for six months. The only people he wow. saw at Christmas and New Year's were his teammates, and they didn't know if they were even going to get to ever wrestle. But they were there and and practicing for something that they didn't even know was going to happen until the day before they were scheduled to leave. So pretty remarkable that they were able to pull this off. And in athletic funding, you've talked about it, just funding in general in higher education. Was already a big challenge, and then you put COVID on top of it. And, and I know Stanford made a lot of news, and they were cutting all these programs. And other schools have cut programs too. Here locally, Arizona State originally cut its wrestling program, and then brought it back, and and didn't end up cutting it, and and had to bring back some other programs too as well for Title Nine reasons. But it, it's it's so, come so close to happening for so many organizations, and has happened for so many schools, and it's just sad, like. This is the thing that people dream of doing. And for a guy like Shane, he still has three years of eligibility left and he has to leave his school if he wants yeah. to continue to, to do that.
0: And the fact that he got admitted into Stanford, a very elite private university on top of that, I mean, those are very high standards to meet. And so, I mean, already, you know that this person is both athletically gifted, but also academically, um, you know, steadfast and and smart. And I think that determination just helped them even more. And that's the type of tenacity you want to have at your college, to be honest. Um, The people who are persistent, people who don't give up, people who are dedicated, that's what you want. So I'm surprised that Stanford is not making more of an overture. But again, I do feel like there is a difference between a private uh, college and a public institution. I feel like, you know, there would be even more pressure at a public institution um, to to do that. Like you said, Arizona State, probably some of that was some public pressure because of the fact that Arizona State has a very storied uh, wrestling program, um, is the only one in the state, you know, so the fact that they would get rid of that, um, I'm sure there was some public pressure behind that. Where at Stanford, you know, that's that pressure isn't going to be there. Um, but it's still fascinating that even private donors, there's still some of a the population there um, that would have or that did help support this. But yeah, to be in that limbo, that kind of sacrifice and dedication. Um, I'm sure that person is gonna be scouted very, very heavily throughout the United States, not already, not only being a champion, but just the persistence. Um, that they've gone probably getting a scholarship, full ride, um, you know, and that still leaves questions about that. And I don't know how much I, I don't have a firm understanding of, of collegiate scholarships on the athletic side. So you know, I know that those can can vary. There is a high level of academic um, success that needs to happen, um, but also you know, high level of skill in the athletic realm. But it, you know, it's one of those things that in, in some ways it's kind of odd that in higher ed, you usually hear stories about people slipping through or getting away with things because they are involved with sports, um, whether it's a football program or a basketball program. But in this case, it's someone who did it all on their own and persevered and became a national champion. And the college seemingly doesn't want to have any university doesn't want to have, want to have anything to do with that.
1: And there is more to the story that we'll go over here in a second. But first, you know, check this out. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. So there's two bits of information to, to kind of close out this story. And um, and one is that he is looking to transfer, obviously, because he wants to continue wrestling. He still has three years of eligibility. And one of the articles that I read about this basically stated that he has not made his decision of where he's going. Uh, he is highly coveted. I mean, who wouldn't want a national champion mm-hmm. to then transfer to their school? But he's, he's waiting to make his decision because he academically wants to finish out the semester and, and get his grades and all of that. I do have to wonder if maybe he's hoping that Stanford changes their mind and he's able to stay. He did say in an interview with, with ESPN, he basically said, obviously, I just want to make this nationally known. Hopefully, get it overturned. We've got a lot of young guys staying, trying to fight that battle. And... Um he said, you know, people can start by emailing uh, the the school administrators, which he said while wearing his Keep Stanford Wrestling hoodie. He said, I don't know. I think I played my role here. Hopefully this is a big turnaround in their decision. So uh, the, the most ironic part could be, you know, if they do overturn the decision and he leaves anyway, which I wouldn't blame him if he did, considering mm-hmm. they didn't seem to want him. He said at one point he thinks they're probably more mad at him than happy for him and, and proud of the fact that they, he won Stanford a national championship. But
0: Yeah, well, because this is causing more stress on them. Now they're going to get inundated with emails. Their reputation is going to be kind of frayed for a while. Is it survivable? Absolutely. In a year from now, you know, will people forget it? Probably. But in the yeah. moment, it's, it's kind of a crisis. Now their staff is kind of bracing for impact of all of the influx of, you know, emails and calls and people are going to come in and say why aren't you doing more especially the fact that it's Stanford you know yeah. how high their tuition is you know like they they are a prestigious school for the amount that they already charge in tuition for the amount they already probably receive in donations for the amount they already invest in other sports you would think that they would be able to move some funds around the amount they pay People too, you know, whether it's coaches, administrators, and again, that's a that's always the argument in higher education is that there's people. Usually, the highest paid person in all of the school is a football coach or a basketball coach. Um, at, right after that, your president or, you know, Provo, whoever is leading the school, that's yep. that's usually the top paid people. So you, you know, people think, you know, where, how do you distribute that money to be a bit more even to, to others or to, you know, cover costs of things? That's just the, the way it is. That's, I'm sure, a whole other conversation for a whole other day. But at the end of the day, he'll also have to do what's best for him. I think it's a good point. He's going to do what he can because there are going to be people, his brothers, the people that he's worked with and, and, uh, worked out beside who are still going to be there. And I'm sure he wants to have a program there for them. But at the end of the day, you know, he's going to make the decision that's best for him, whether that's to stay or to go.
1: Well, yeah. And there could be athletes from there that don't have the same options as him. He's a national champion. Mm -hmm. He's going to have all the options in the world Mm -hmm. and and gets pick and choose where he goes as long as they need somebody at his weight class. And and some of his teammates may not have that. And so, and some of them may want to stay at Stanford because they're local, whatever, there could be lots of reasons. So hopefully for him and for them, this is able to continue, but either way, heck of a good story. It's a wrestling story. That's not really about wrestling, not even about the kind of wrestling we normally talk about here at the Chairshot.com. But hopefully you enjoyed that, that story and, and can learn something from it again, Shane Griffith. If you want to look at more information, search for Shane Griffith, you can find all the information on the Stanford national champion that uh, was probably more representing himself and his cause in Stanford University. And there ain't nothing wrong with that at this point. You can find Miranda on Instagram and Facebook at the hashtag Miranda. She is not on Twitter. You can find me at Chair Shot Greg. Of course, the website is TheChairShot.com. Find it at social media. ChairShot Radio is on seven days a week uh, right here as part of the ChairShot Radio Network. So do listen, support. Final, follow us on all the platforms. Go to ProWrestingTees.com forward slash chair shot. Pick up one of the t-shirts and so much more. That's really going to do it. That's it for this week's show. This week's or this day's edition of Chair Shot Radio. It's, it's, I'll never get that right. I'll this say this week's week every time.
0: Wednesday show. Yes. There we go.
1: Yes, yeah, there you go. 100%. Either way, you know what? That's it. That's all we're doing. Keep it soft style. Always use your head. Do all those things. All of them. All the Got things. It. All the Good.
0: stuff. A little less conversation, a little more action. Please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more fine, a little less fun. A little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart and maybe satisfy me.